0: How do you feel about being on the show, Ryan? Fine. Do you feel good? Are you excited? Yeah. Does it feel kind of weird? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, my brave friends. Today is an extra, extra special story episode. And my guest today is my son, Ryan. When is it the right Time? At what age? At what cognitive level? Will he even understand? Will it make him more anxious because everything does? Will he just perseverate on it and talk about it over and over and over? Or will it bring relief? As in, oh, now I understand why I talk about food all the time. We're talking about telling Ryan about his diagnosis. And we wondered, and we questioned, and we worried, over-worried about telling him, because what if it just made him feel worse? It was a Friday night in November. Luke, our oldest, was celebrating his 16th birthday with friends at our house, running amok with food and video games and endless teenage energy. Ryan wanted to know again and again, when is dessert? When is dessert time? No one else cared or asked because they had just filled up their bellies with pizza. He followed us into our bedroom, pelting us with repeated questions about Luke's birthday dessert. Ryan is 13. Let me remind you, this is not normal behavior. Unless you have Prader-Willi syndrome or you're age two or three or four, maybe. We told him 7 or 7.30 p.m. whatever Luke chose because it was Luke's birthday. Now, uncertainty is very hard for kids like Ryan. Uncertainty about the timing of a meal or snack or blessed dessert. Well, that is just too much to bear. Yet, it was Luke's birthday and Luke's choice. Ryan was not going to control it. Ryan wanted to run out to the family room to badger Luke with the when of it all. But he was already worked up talking in a shrieking, whiny voice. We wanted to protect Luke from embarrassment among his peers, so we kept Rye from leaving our bedroom. Anytime you do that, aggression is a risk. Ryan started hitting Chris, and we had to restrain him when talking him down wouldn't work. It doesn't usually work when he is that upset. Ryan was getting louder and louder, unfortunately. He kept saying he wanted Luke to restrain him and not us. Whomever is not doing the restraining is the good guy, and Ryan will request that person. Because Luke's friends were nearby, we still tried to de-escalate the situation, but really, we needed to be silent and wait the storm out. Poor Luke walked in with a concerned look on his face, saying, "'What is happening in here?' We told him, apologized this was happening amidst his birthday party, and encouraged him to go back to his crew. He sighed and left. Ryan was not quite calm, but I tried getting him out of feeling mode and into thinking mode. It was my turn to pelt him, lovingly, with questions. Ryan, do you want to know why you are so upset? Ryan, do you want to know why you are having a hard time waiting for dessert? "'Ryan, do you want to know why you ask about food all the time? "'Ryan, do you want to understand what is causing all this? "'Ryan, do you want to know why your body and brain are different? "'Why we tell you that all the time?' This seemed to short-circuit the tantrum. "'Okay,' he whispered. We released our physical hold on him. I said, "'Ryan, you were diagnosed as a baby with something called Prader-Willi syndrome.' We were five weeks old and out of the hospital when we found out from Dr. Flores. He called us to tell us, Prader-Willi syndrome is a rare disease. Not many kids and adults have it. He was looking so sad and exhausted from the tantrum, mostly, and he looks at me with snot and tears and says, why do babies get diseases? Crash, went my heart. All of our hearts. We don't know, Ryan. Some babies are born with different illnesses, and we don't always know why. But we do know that we will always take care of you. Always. Chris chimed in. This is why you talk about food all the time and need constant reminders that we will feed you. We will always feed you your meals and snacks. We will never forget. Your body doesn't tell you that you have had food or that you are full after a meal. This is why we have locks on the refrigerator and cabinets now. Otherwise, you may eat too much and get sick or have an emergency. Do you think you talk about food more than anyone in our family? No. Ryan really has no insight or self-awareness. He thinks Luke and Kate talk, ask, freak out about food just as much as him. Or... He just answered that way because he wants to pretend it's not real. Sometimes I want to pretend this is not real. At this point, we had long stopped restraining him. We made a Ryan sandwich sitting on the floor against our big bed, snuggled together, us holding his floppy little hands. I asked Ryan if he needed a hug. Those big, watery blue eyes met mine. Yes, please. Since that night, Ryan has not mentioned prader Willie syndrome, not once. We've brought it up to him to help him understand when he is having very anxious moments or needing food security. It may be sinking in. Light bulbs may be going off in his sweet head. It may provide some relief to know why we have said for years that his brain and body are different. Maybe. I know it won't change his behavior or his food seeking. He won't suddenly be able to self regulate or make himself unanxious. And yet, still, he grew up a bit that night of November 11th, 2016. We all did. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the show. This is really special to have you on the show today. Hi. How do you feel about being on the show, Ryan? Fine. Do you feel good? Are you excited? Yeah. Does it feel kind of weird? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad you're here. We've talked about this possibility, right? Yeah. What are you thinking right now? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. Well, Today's episode is all about the night that Dad and I shared with you that you have a specific diagnosis, prader Willie syndrome. Do you have any recollection of that night at all? No. Okay. It was the night of Luke's 16th birthday party, and he had friends over. Do you remember his birthday party? Yeah. Do you recall at all about... Asking about dessert and asking about dessert and asking about dessert. Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. And you were pretty worked up and we weren't quite sure how to help you calm down. So I just started firing questions at you. And then, I don't know if you remember this from growing up, but before we told you about Prader-Willi syndrome, we would always say that your brain and body are different. Do you remember us telling you that? Uh, sixteen, before you were sixteen, what age? Um, I think just all through when you were in preschool and elementary school, we told you that your brain and body were different because you would ask questions mm-hmm. about food a lot. You would ask why maybe your meals were different than Luke or Kate's. Maybe you got smaller portions because. That's what's best for you. And you would ask and ask and ask about food. Do you remember that growing up at all?
1: Yeah.
0: You do a little bit?
1: Yeah.
0: Ryan, do you know the first thing that you always say every morning? What? Who is going to feed me my breakfast? Yeah. Is that hard? Is that hard for me?
1: Yeah.
0: No, it's not hard for me, but I just think it's really interesting because... It's what you're concerned about. Why? Why? Well, what because do you think?
1: Because, because of prader syndrome.
0: Because of Prader-Willi syndrome? Yeah. Here, I'm going to have you come closer to the microphone. Can you lean in? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Luke and Kate don't wake up saying what's for breakfast or who's going to feed me my breakfast, that's, but, you, but you do.
1: That's normal for me.
0: It's normal for you.
1: But it's not normal for them
0: it's not normal for them. They don't really, they don't really think about breakfast and some people aren't morning people and they aren't breakfast people. You and I are breakfast people and you and I are morning people, right? Right, Ryan? Yeah. High five for that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are some of the questions that you ask me since we've talked to you about Prader-Willi syndrome? Do you, can you think of any? Um. Why do I get sleepy all the time? Is that because of Prader-Willi syndrome? Yeah. yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What's something else that you you get curious about, about your diagnosis?
1: Um, I get curious about what what we're doing today.
0: Yep. You always want to know what we're doing today, so you have a high need to know the schedule, right? Yeah. Or who's coming, or what our plans are. What else, Ryan?
1: Um... Is there any changes?
0: Are there any changes? Yep. Because you're concerned about transitions and changes. Yeah. That's a good question. That's important to you. What are some other things you ask about Prader-Willi syndrome or oh. ask about yourself?
1: Did I ask, did I ask why you had the G-tube?
0: Yep. You had a feeding tube we call a G-tube when you were a baby all the way until you were one. Do you do you know why? I know you can't remember it because you were you were a baby. But
1: well, what have we
0: what have we told you about the G tube?
1: was supposed to feed me.
0: It was for feeding you. Mm-hmm. And why did we have to have a tube versus using a bottle?
1: Because I couldn't suck.
0: That's right. You couldn't suck.
1: That's no, so why I was born with Prader-Willi.
0: Well, you were born with Prader-Willi syndrome, and that's why you couldn't suck.
1: I was born with Prader-Willi?
0: You were born. Yeah. When. You were born on your birthday, June what?
1: Twenty seventh,
0: twenty seventh. Yep, June twenty seventh. What year? Two thousand
1: three. Two thousand three. That's when I was born with Willie.
0: You were born with prader Willie syndrome. Mm hmm. It's just how your body came out.
1: Did you? Met, when did you meet Miss Graziano? Ah,
0: uh, when did I meet Mrs. Graziano? So if anyone's been following my story or following the podcast, maybe you recall me talking about the Lisa phone call. And Lisa Graziano was my first mentor mom. She is still a dear friend. She's been a guest on the podcast, and she is actively involved with We Are Brave Together community. And I met Lisa for the first time in person when you were two months old. We went to our first support group.
1: Support group for, for, for Prader.
0: Yep, for parents who had babies, kids, teenagers, or adults with Prader-Willi syndrome. So let's go back to you understanding your diagnosis, or us telling you. Let's oh. go back. Let's go back to that. You were thirteen at mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. What do you think that Prader-Willi syndrome means? What do you think it means? What uh, does it mean to you? It's a rare
1: diagnosis.
0: It's a rare diagnosis. What else?
1: It means that people don't really have it. A lot of people don't have it.
0: That's right. A lot of people do not have Prader-Willi's syndrome. It's rare. That's what rare means, yeah. Mm. What else? How does it affect you? What do you think?
1: It affects me like having a locked kitchen.
0: Having a locked kitchen. Mm Hmm.
1: What do you say about that, Huh? What would I say? What, what, what would you say on this podcast about a lot, how it's hard for you, about me me when I seek food?
0: Um, I think the hard part for me as a mom, Ryan, is that I always have to think about it. And I always kind of worry about it. So I'm always checking to make sure that the kitchen is locked. That's the hard part. It's not hard having a locked kitchen because is it hard to unlock? No. No, it only takes a second, a couple of... Couple seconds. Everyone's used to it. We've been doing it for five years. Can you believe that? Almost yeah, five, five years.
1: Five years. We have a no locked kitchen.
0: Five years. We've lived with a locked kitchen. That's crazy. It is kind of crazy, Ryan, isn't it?
1: Is it hard? For how you? do you?
0: How do you? Are you glad?
1: That yes, because it makes sure that I'm safe. Can you
0: say that again?
1: It makes sure that I'm safe and that I nothing's going to happen to me.
0: So, do you feel better that we have a locked kitchen?
1: Yes, because because. It would make my stomach explode if I got gone into the fridge.
0: Yes, it could be very, very dangerous if you got into the fridge or the pantry unlimited. And just ate, mm. ate, and ate, and ate. You could, you could have a serious tummy ache or worse. Or a heart attack? No, you wouldn't have a heart attack, honey. You might just get really, really sick from eating too much.
1: And then I might die?
0: Well, we are protecting you from any kind of medical emergency by having everything locked up, Ryan. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome.
1: How do you feel about... how? Are you a little bit sad that you have a locked kitchen?
0: I'm not sad living with a locked kitchen. I'm so used to it, honey.
1: Were you sad before?
0: I think when we got to the point where we had to lock the kitchen, I was a little bit sad that this was... A problem. That this was a problem, that this was our reality, that it... I think I thought it was going to be a huge adjustment, but we all adjusted so quickly.
1: Is everybody used to it?
0: Everyone got used to it, I think, within a week.
1: How does it affect a mom having Prader-Willi?
0: Aww. So just in case our listeners didn't hear that, Ryan just said, how does it affect a mom having a kid with Prader-Willi syndrome? That is such a deep question, Ryan. What
1: does it affect mom?
0: How does it affect me? Yeah. Do you want me to speak for all moms or do you want me to speak for me?
1: Specifically for you.
0: Well, I have to always make sure that you don't have free access to food. Uh-huh. Uh, I take care of you all the time. Mm mm-hmm. Right? I don't leave you alone ever. Yeah. So I have to make sure that I'm here or dad's here. Or a babysitter or a behaviorist is here twenty-four seven, right? I can't just leave you to go to the grocery store, can I?
1: Can I explain that? Hmm. Can I explain why?
0: Sure, you can explain why. Why do you think I can't leave you alone ever?
1: Because you can get in trouble with the police.
0: Well, I don't think you would get in trouble with the police, but no. but if you if you call nine one one just because you're curious, mm-hmm. that could that could be troublesome, right? Yeah. Um would I get in trouble with the police for leaving you alone? Yeah. Well, they certainly wouldn't arrest me, but it it would not show good judgment on my part, leaving you
1: alone, alone for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Because being in the grocery store is a long time.
0: Mm, probably an hour. That's a long time.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. As you all know, Ryan is 19, so by the time he was 18, we started the, we had started the conservatorship process and it was thankfully a very smooth, smooth process. And Ryan was extremely agreeable because why? What what does it mean to you, Ryan, us having to go through that process?
1: To keep me safe.
0: To keep you safe and so that we could what? Help me. Help you and take care of you.
1: My whole life.
0: Your whole life. That's right.
1: And that's mom's job. Say that again? That's mom's job and daddy's job. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it is our job. That's right. That's right. It is our job to take care of you, and we want to take care of you. Why do we want to take care of you?
1: Um, because we love you. Yeah,
0: because we love you, Ryan. Because yeah. you're our, you're a kid. Yeah. Is there anything that you would want moms or dads to know about what it feels like to have Prader Willi syndrome?
1: Um. It's hard for me because because it's it's a rare diagnosis.
0: Well, tell me something else. How is it hard for you in your everyday life?
1: Because I struggle.
0: What do you struggle with? Anxiety. Yeah, that's true. You struggle with anxiety. Are you aware of that in your everyday life, Ryan? No. No or yes? Yes. Okay. You're aware that sometimes you get triggered and anxious and upset
1: because they don't like something
0: because you don't like something yep, yeah. that's but, true but that's okay it's okay there's there's always things in life that we don't like and we have to figure out how to adjust right yep yeah is there anything else you want to say
1: um um i don't know what do you want to say
0: well before we go I want to make sure that I mention that even though there are struggles, even though there are challenges, even though Ryan has anxiety, even though we live with a locked kitchen, Ryan has changed my heart and life forever. And his questions are so thoughtful and compassionate and thought-provoking and sweet. And I don't want anyone to miss out on that on hearing what a gift ryan is his heart and his compassion and care is to me and to anyone who meets him i'm proud of you ryan thank you thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you i love you love you Did you know that Brave Together podcast is an extension of a nonprofit organization called We Are Brave Together? We Are Brave Together is here to combat isolation and compassion fatigue and burnout that moms face by offering support groups, resource groups, retreats and retreat scholarships. If you have never heard of We Are Brave Together, please go to our website today. WeAreBraveTogether.org. And if you're a mom who is seeking support and sisterhood, please fill out the little pop-up form so that you can be a part of this community. Please check out everything that we are offering on our website today.